create with France Sydney. Hello everyone, welcome to the show. This is France Sydney. Welcome to Create with France, the show that is designed for you to create the life you want. And in the recent weeks, we've been talking about make, making videos, both special videos. They will really touch the hearts of the people that you are interested in connecting with, whether we're talking about family, clients, or whatever, anything in between. It's so important nowadays to have our communication well honed so we can really say what we want to say in a clear way. And it can be helpful for us if we're doing marketing, but also in relationships, in business and many other fields. So let's get going. Okay, so assuming that you've listened to the previous six or seven episodes, so you've done a little research, you found out who you're actually talking to, who is the person, who is your target, you prepared an amazing message and now you are just about ready to press the lovely red record button. So before you launch yourself into a very, very good full production of all the, all the specs, here are a few things, maybe six of them, that you might want to avoid and these are based on the comments the viewers make on the videos. And why would you care to know what to avoid? Because normally speaking, your listeners are much less likely to watch you or listen to you if you are presenting these six, let's call them behaviors. And so rest assured that at some point in our life, we will all display these type of behaviors a little bit here and a little bit there. So please do not feel like a failure if you recognize you've been doing something that comes from a list because, you know, we're all just here to learn. I'm sure I do this all the time as well. Here and there, I might do one of these six behaviors. And so you can just tell me, ha ha, Franz, I got you. I said, I know, I know, we're here to learn. Let's do this together. But we're going to do this today. I'm going to list for six behaviors first and then in the end I'm going to tell you what to do instead. So stay tuned and see what happens. Let's see what happens. For example, let's say that you're feeling quite shy. That's the first time you're doing videos, your first month, your first week, your first day. And so what you do, here's a camera in front of you. You're not, you're not looking into the camera. Instead, what you're doing is maybe you are uh, frantically looking at your notes all the time and you can hear all this uh, shuffling like that. You know, it's very, very annoying, but that's what you're doing because you can't think of anything else. And you're not establishing the all-important eye contact that people will do in a conversation. And so your video feels a little bit distant and it makes it difficult for other people to understand you, to trust you, to know you, to get close to them. And so that is the number one of the, I don't know, the four horsemen of the apocalypse, whatever you want to call them. And actually there are six, so my math today is doing great. So still assuming that you are in your first uh, few videos, you might find yourself standing or sitting in such a way that makes you look really stiff or maybe unnatural or very posed or maybe you're not breathing properly. There is something not quite right there. And you know you're not breathing properly because you can't even breathe, you're like anxious. And, and, and all together, it's not clear who, who you're speaking to. And it's all a bit like weird. So this is actually enough to disengage your audience. So there will be solutions to that. So keep listening, but that's a very, very typical thing in the, in the beginning. Happen to me, it will happen to everyone. Don't worry and move on to number three. 
Okay, this is one that can be easily done by everyone. And that happens when we are ready to record and when we somehow completely forget who is our audience. And so what we're doing is we're uh, doing everything perfectly, but then afterwards when we watch a video, we realize that uh, maybe the voice or the tone, the content, the energy, the message are not really suitable for that type of person that we want to concentrate on. For example, let's say that you're able to speak in a very polished, uh, reported BBC English accent. I couldn't even say BBC properly. There we go. BBC. I can pronounce English. Although I'm Italian, see? I can do that. But let's say that you can do a much better job than me. You are perfect and you speak really, really nice, like really aristocratically brilliant, like a teacher, English teacher. You are amazing. And here you are speaking in this perfect accent and you're sporting an expensive designer suit. And you're showing your perfectly manicured hands. And at the same time, you're trying to convince someone to buy your children's book or to book place maybe for free nights at your camping site uh, for people who love animals. You know, it's all very good to look amazing, to be polished and to be properly, but who are you talking to is very, very important. So are you conveying that message properly? That energy, that enthusiasm, they have to be suited to the person watching you. Or it could be the opposite and I saw this happening. Maybe you like using slang or slurred words or strange occurrences, maybe you're swearing, you're moving aloud wildly with loud music, you are just, um, you know, very, very active and, and then after doing your videos, which you think it was very good, then your friends tell you, well, actually, how can you impress those, you know, high-flying professionals that you found on LinkedIn? You can't because you're not displaying the kind of professional image that they probably would like to see. So if we just do 30 seconds, 40 seconds, going in the wrong direction because of the way we portray ourselves which doesn't resonate, that is usually quite enough time for any person to switch to another video because people don't seem to have much patience nowadays, so unless they are your dear friends, they will change channel. So keep that in mind. And as I said before, this could be something that I'm doing all the time. So I'm not here to tell you that you are worse than me or anything. I'm just giving you advice from, you know, from the advice that I see all around from people who've been doing this for a longer while than me and you together. So let's go to number four. Let's say that you are the expert in the field that you're talking about. Or maybe you think you are the expert and the top of expert. So you might end up by mistake lecturing people or in the worst, you might be calling them off, calling them ignorant in the way you're talking. You might be labeling people in a negative way if they're not doing what you are preaching. For example, if people don't exercise, you start lab labeling them as lazy people, but you don't know the reason why they're not doing it. But yes, here you are saying, oh, you don't exercise, so you must be lazy, and I'm going to talk to you about that. It just doesn't sound very good. Although it could be fun in some cases, but we're not Tony Robbins, you know. Well, Proctor, people who, when they speak, they have the kind of charisma and power, they can say things, but we're not them. So we need to calm this down, this kind of negative thing. And, you know, you'll be surprised how many people do that. They are talking about something and they're judging everyone who doesn't do what they do or doesn't agree with them. So be a little bit gentle. And because our way is not always the only way, 
And um, just people in general, they do not like to be lectured and they're not in a conference um, type of event. They're not in a university where they expect to see a lecturer. So just remember your settings and maybe have a little bit more humor, ask questions and things like that. And they will kind of help you to be, be calmer, more relaxed and more pleasant. And we're now going to number five. So let's, let's say that you have prepared a script, an idea, some bullet points, something, or even written a whole article word by word because you want to avoid losing, you know, your, your, your pace and, and forgetting the words because, it's, you know, you're just beginning. So you want to make sure you have something written there to remind you. That's fine. But sometimes by mistake, we end up reading word by word every single thing that we have written. And, you know, the pauses are not very natural. This is not how people talk normally. So you want to make sure that you are speaking as if you were talking to somebody else. So you do need those little breaks, the breathing time, and also allowing the audience to integrate that message that is so important. Allow them to process it a little bit before you move on very quickly to the next bit that you're going to talk about. You want to build on what you started to talk about. So if you think that speaking really fast is going to make you sound more professional, I don't, personally, I don't really agree. I think that if you speak too fast, it might feel kind of rushed. And for some people, it will be hard to follow you. And some of those people will be not native speakers of your own language. So it might completely turn them off. Or even worse, you are speaking English. And like me, you are a foreigner. And so if you're speaking really fast and you're a foreigner, the results could be terrible. Because we as foreigners, we make the other language sound a little bit like our own language because of the way we engage the jaw, the muscles, the way we touch the teeth or not, or the way we move the tongue, etc. So when we're speaking in an unclear way, but we're speaking slowly, there is a chance that people will understand us. If they like us, they will make an effort. But if we're speaking with a really thick accent that is hard to understand, and we're doing it really fast because we are trying to make it really professional really fast, you know, we think it's best, then we, can, we could be unreadable completely as a message to other people who might thought that our content was very good. So just be aware that your accent makes a huge difference in the way you are understood. And I'll give you a very quick example. Last year, I bought a few very nice courses on Udemy because I wanted to learn about a very specific topic and uh, one of the courses had good ratings and they seemed to have really good professional content so I signed up and I started the course and to my great surprise the person talking was not a native of English and I will not tell you where it was from but it was a really really thick accent it was really hard to hear, to listen to that. It was tiring to try to extract the words. And the person was speaking fast. Not only that, uh, it was a woman. And, and she was also with a laptop. She was reading from her, her own laptop. And she was reading fast. 
so I couldn't really lip read either and I really tried my best because I absolutely wanted to do her course but I just had to give up and just could not understand her and that was such a shame because I'm sure her content was magnificent however it was not for me so make sure that people don't have to say this is not for me when you are talking make sure that your speed is matching your audience and um, remember that if we say oh but I'm not too bad and just remember that on YouTube the majority of people do not give you even two minutes they just turn off they go to another video and then your algorithm will will go down and you will not appear into the searches so it's actually quite important the people will remain with you after those few minutes and watch the entire video so make sure that you are making an effort to improve in this area if it's not polished up yet and I, ha I have to say I'm speaking from experience because I do have my Italian accent I probably will never lose it I don't have a voice coach or anything and so I have to remember to speak slower and to put good notes so people can catch up when something I said was not clear. Apologies if you don't get it, just let me know if I'm speaking still too fast. And the last bit is that your voice is monotone. So there is no change of speed, tone or vibrance of a voice and even you're getting bored when you listen to yourself. Your audience might still listen, but who knows how much they will actually pick up. You know, that's, does it sound like that a little bit? They might just switch off. They might think of something else because monotonic sounds are excellent for hypnosis, for relaxation, for going to sleep. They're not excellent for an enthusiastic, inspiring video that you want to share with people so that they can take action. There is an exception to this and this is if you are born deaf or have become deaf very early so you don't really have chances to do voice coaching and so for you it's very very hard to tell if you are monotone or not and this so I hope you understand it's not my intention to say you know this is going to be terrible for you but yes some deaf people will sound always speaking like that because they cannot hear yes it's true but that's a different type of monotone voice and I actually quite enjoy it having spent so many years in the deaf community I just love it so it doesn't really make any difference for me and it's a different type of monotonic voice okay now that I have completely destroyed all your confidence on making proper videos and this all sound like doom and gloom and you know <laughs> It's terrible, isn't it? But you have to realize that many videos are displaying one, two or three of these behaviors. And probably my videos also have one of those here and there. So what can we do? Is trying to process this and be just careful that we don't come across as very heavy to listen to. So there are six points that I can give you so that we can avoid the problem from the beginning. Number one, please, please, please look directly at the camera in front of you. Just imagine if there is a person right there in front of you. So gesticulate, move and pretend the person is there, you know, put a photograph or something. 
and as such you will move your eyes to the right to to the left um, look at their forehead that is not there but you imagine is there so this really has to feel like a conversation between you and them so your eyes will tell a story they will get the connection don't stare all the time you have to you know be very very natural so that one is something you can achieve with practice and you can do this my second suggestion is to imagine that this person that is your ideal client or ideal person you want to connect to is there because there is a problem and you want to solve this problem you want to help this person to have the problem so how are you going to talk to them you want to visualize this person what do they look like how are they going to listen to you so your tone will really change if you are talking to a different person in a different situation for example if your message is talking to a bereaved person who has lost somebody it's not the same as to talk to investment specialist who knows all about the internet and how to go on stock and chase it's just a different way of talking isn't it um if he's stressed he's talking about stress it's not the same thing as talking about romantic stuff or talking to a teen who likes maybe to get into music so you want to sit comfortably you want to stand without shuffling between your two legs keep the focus on the client and just imagine how would you talk if you were talking to a very very ill person and you want to make me feel great a bit, it's a bit of acting isn't it you have to get that emotion and when you have emotion inside you they can feel that emotion in your message and that is great communication that's my point of view anyway so going back to you know the message and how we're gonna give it to who you really want to make sure you match your content your voice your message your energy the volume of the speech the type of fonts you're gonna use the speed everything to the person that you think is gonna listen to your message don't worry about the others just think about this person will they understand your slang or your acronyms what is it so show that you understand them you are living in their world and so talk in a way they will resonate with them you don't want to be like a foreigner coming in and lecturing them you are at their level you're talking to them with a reassuring voice comforting voice or inspiring voice whatever they need so that was number three let's go to number four so this is about using a different type of sentence we want to be warm we want to be welcoming we want to be affectionate depending on what you're going to talk about we want to be inspiring something that people want to share and and it's well read and everything is about avoiding the kind of environment like being in a lecture a university where the professor talks and you can't say anything because he's the one that knows everything so you want to be able to ask questions or if it's appropriate you might want to use humor and you want to address the audience as if you were a good friend of them a very wise friend but still friendly unless maybe you are doing some kind of very high CEO type presentation maybe that can be a little bit more polished and professional but just go down to the level and stay there okay we're now going to number five so what I would love you to do is to practice the message you have in front of a mirror. Record it many, many times, a hundred times until you are sounding natural. Until it sounds like you're just talking normally. So this means that you want to breathe normally, 
speak at your normal speed unless you usually speak too fast and that will make it a little bit hard for other people as we said before and instead of um, waiting until you press record to speak start speaking before that say a few words or whatever else you know whatever comes to your mind blah 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 blah, blah and then start the recording and it will flow better this little thing that I wanted to give you and another little thing I wanted to add is to record all your session in one go in one setting why because your voice will change a lot during the day and when you will be collating bits here and there you know something I recorded today something yesterday something at 10 o'clock well it will sound very disjointed and I know that there are reels and short stories where this is gonna be okay and typical where people really are slicing the message in small bits and but it's not really very very organic I don't really like it for a professional thing and I think if you have a, an overall tone level of music um, volume level that is always you know very organic that will help your message to be better then you can disagree with me and that's absolutely fine that's that's the whole point of having a podcast you can't really disagree uh, in you know while I'm talking to you because we're not live but you can always write a comment and say oh actually Franz I really disagree I would love to add my view and I'd love to hear it please please send me messages if you disagree if you have another point of view so I can add it to my next episode that's the whole point isn't it and last number six please take some time to listen to professional speakers those that are really good TED talks and whatever else that you love listening to that has to do with your uh, field where you want to excel so notice how your way of speaking differs compared to them not because comparisons are good but you know you want to aim for something there what do you like in these people how are they portraying themselves how are they standing? How are they moving their head from the right to the left? How are they carrying their voice? So you really want to calibrate how you're able to use your voice so that your voice sounds pleasant and not forced. And if you realize that uh, if you just talk for 15 to 30 minutes, you're getting a soft throat, then my suggestion would be invest in yourself hire um, a voice coach a singing coach and it is very possible that the way you are talking is giving you a harsh pain and you might have to modify the way you're breathing and the way using your muscles to project the voice forward so it's not about sounding loud but about knowing where that voice is coming from and um, there are lots of techniques that are very good people on the internet on youtube they will show you how to breathe properly and how to take your time so when you're giving the message you want your your throat to feel amazing not to feel strained and you do not want to lose your voice if that's happening a voice coach will be amazing because he will tell you straight away what you can improve and that will be amazing for you because you will add richness to your voice and any voice can be improved even if you don't have an amazing voice but if it's trained it will show and i think that there is nothing more pleasant than to listen to these lovely 
smooth and natural voice that is very vibrant and then it's harmony with the message that you are giving. And some people will see, oh, I love, I don't know, watching the lady, they are giving recipes and I explain to them because her tone of voice is magnificent. And you know, that's, that's the thing, you will love that. So why not making a little extra step if you realize you're having a soft throat or that you're not breathing properly, reach out to a voice coach. I wish I, wish I could uh, maybe recommend one for you, but I, I don't know of anyone personally. So just look around and find one. And maybe just a couple of hours of work will be very, very useful and you will be talking better making wonderful recordings and you'll be so thankful to this coach well and that was it for the day you will never know that i had to stop this recording so many times because airplanes were coming and motorbikes were coming and the traffic on here on the 47 was like it was terrible but i just kept talking to keep the voice on the same level all the time and i wouldn't just do it later and actually in a rush to go to an appointment and I hope I'll make it in time so I'm gonna say thank you so much for being with me I hope that this episode was useful for you and if it was why not press in just like share and maybe write a review so you can help me to get my message to more people so thank you for being with me and I'll see you all next week take care bye Listen to Create with Franz Sidney.